What's up, guys? How are you? It's a Tuesday morning. It's time for the Daily Juice podcast here on bettingpros.com, always being brought to you by BetMGM. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt, hashtag Daily Juice on Twitter as well. As well, we did not have a great night last night. So I went one and two, and the Discord bet was tough. I told you in the Discord I didn't like it. I actually bet the wild. You guys bet the Discord. So I wound up, I kind of hedged on you guys because <laughs> I bet the wild, not in the puck line, but basically I was a wash on that from a bankroll perspective because I would have bet the wild officially, but I thought that would have been kind of a crappy thing to do with you guys having the Vegas Golden Knights and then me betting on the other side. I don't think that would have been very kind to do for the official schedule, for the official record. So Vegas. It was just tough. I mean, they didn't have Alex Stone, or sorry, Mark Stone, and Alex Petrangelo also was out. Flurry played incredible, but that kid in net for the Wild, whew, that kid was good. Two nothing to win till the puck line comes in. The goalie, uh, the pulling of the goalie led to that second goal, a penalty on a breakaway with the open net. The goalie, uh, the goal was allowed, was given, was awarded with five seconds left. So ref- referee discretion on that one. Uh, so if you're on the puck line, congratulations with that. The Oilers had a minute and a half of an open net to hit it, and they couldn't get it done. So they win three to two. They went down. One nothing went up three one gave up a goal at the end of the second period to Ottawa and then couldn't get the empty netter to get to the puck line for us. So we I go and one you guys go and one in hockey. Canisius look that was my one time rolling with your Canisius team guys on the discord channel and they did not play well. All they needed was a two. And they were leading and covering for most of the entire game. And then Ryder came back. It was an ugly basketball game. Hard to watch. Two really bad teams. But it was just a game where at the end, Ryder just started to push. And they were up by two. And all you needed was a field goal, was a bucket to put the game into overtime. And then hero ball happened. Some kid jacks a three from the top of the key. Misses badly. And that's it. Game over. Canisius loses. Ryder advances. Both those teams had had a tough time with with COVID-19. So bad bet. Uh, Canisius did not look good at all. And so that train is now done. Canisius, the season is over. So no more having to bet on Canisius or even talk about Canisius because they're done. We got the Gonzaga bet right. That was kind of an easy one. That was an easy win. So that was the one win for the night covering that 17 and a half point spread. By the way, if you bet the team total for Gonzaga, I didn't bet it, but I thought about it. I told you about it in the uh, here on the on, on last night's podcast. I thought the Gonzaga like, hmm, look at Gonzaga. And I thought they would roll easily. They did. But then I thought they would score over 79 points. They had 77 points with 315 to play and they scored 78 points. Oh, my. That was a bad beat. If you bet 79 and a half, I didn't touch the over because I didn't think we'd see any points from St. Mary's. They scored 55 points. So, no, they did not do their part. That was why I was like, stay away from the total, because I thought about betting the over and then thought about betting the team total for Gonzaga. Didn't bet either one, which was good. The under came in on both of those. Gonzaga covers the 17 and a half easily. 18 and a half things were closed. They covered all those numbers. So we get the Gonzaga win right. So today I've got three plays in the NHL and I got one play in college basketball to give you guys coming up here today. Remember when you sign up for your account using BetMGM at BetMGM for new accounts, use Juice 100 so we get credit for sending you guys to BetMGM. They've got the contest going on right now after you sign up for your BetMGM account using Juice 100, that promo code, then go under opt-in for the promotions page and for every 25 buck bet you make, that's another, you get one entry for just signing up for 
the promotions page. You get another entry for every 25 bucks you bet. And then the, the winner will be announced coming up later on in a couple of days for an all expense paid trip here to Las Vegas for the first weekend of the NCAA tournament at a M- BetMGM or an MGM resort of your choice. So very, very cool thing happening with BetMGM here for the tournament. So make sure you are using Juice 100 on that promo code to sign up and then make a bunch of bets for 25 bucks and you will be getting a bunch of entries. And then hopefully, maybe, who knows, a Daily Juice listener will come here to Vegas. And if you do win the trip, I will come find you and say hi and I will buy you your first drink here in Vegas. How about that? We will do that together and watch some games and chit chat and whatnot. So best of luck to you guys. Hopefully you guys win. So, all right, let's get right to the plays here because I want to get into a lot. And I've been waiting to fade the Buffalo Sabres. Okay. I've been waiting to get on this train. You guys have been saying, Matt, why aren't you on Buffalo? Why aren't you fading the Sabres? They are absolutely atrocious. Why aren't you fading? They're 6-14-3. They have now lost eight straight games. Why aren't you on this? And they're losing on the puck line consistently. 5-2 to the Flyers. Five, Sorry, to the Islanders. 5-2 to the Islanders. 5-2 to the Islanders. Three different games, same score. 3-2 to the Rangers. 3-0 to the Flyers, 3-0 to the Flyers. The last time these teams that Philly played against against the Sabres, 4-3 Devils, 4-1, they beat the Devils. That's the last time that they won when they beat the Devils 4-1. But that was nine games ago. Buffalo is on the road here at Philadelphia. The puck line is plus 120, okay? We're not going to overthink this too much. The Flyers are going to destroy, I think the Flyers score a bunch of goals. I am a little concerned here about the back-to-back 3-0 shutouts, all right? So I got the Flyers on the, on the puck line at plus 120, but I've got two plays on this game. I also think the over 5.5 is likely. I think Buffalo is going to put a puck, a couple of pucks in here because I'm just not sold that Philadelphia is all that great defensively. So I think we're going to see a chance for Philly give up one, give up two, They score four to five themselves. So we're talking about an over, I guess it's it's a seven game losing streak, not not an eight game losing streak. It's a seven game losing streak for Buffalo. I don't think it stops tonight, by the way. But you look at the Flyers, they have lost three of their last four and they've given up three, four, three and five goals over their last four games. And the first game of the year, Buffalo scored six goals. But since it's been three nothing, three nothing, three nothing in all three of these games. So I need Buffalo to score here, okay? So I'm begging on Buffalo to score more than they have over the last three games to put two pucks in the net. I need two from Buffalo. I'm getting four here from Philadelphia, and we're going over five and a half goals for minus one ten on Buffalo and Philadelphia here. Minus one ten on the over. Five and a half goals. So half a unit both play. So a full unit going in this game. We're going Flyers on the puck line plus 120. And Buffalo and Philadelphia, we're going over five and a half goals in this one as well. We need two goals from Buffalo. We'll be watching that closely. But I think we're going to see the Flyers put up a bunch of goals. Heck, they could score six themselves. Okay, Philadelphia could put six goals in here and just destroy Buffalo and, you know, get to themselves. Things are, I mean, Sabres are really bad. So, and it's kind of a defense for if Buffalo does win the game. Buffalo's not winning this game one nothing or 2 nothing. okay? If they win the game, it's going to be like 5-4, <laughs> all right, if they're going to win. So at least if we're wrong about Philadelphia, if I'm wrong about the Flyers on the puck line, we'll at least cover our butts here a little bit and get 
the uh, and get the over five and a half to hit as well. So that's how I'm going here on that game. Two half unit plays Buffalo and Philadelphia. It's a big slate for hockey, but I'm just kind of keying in. This was a game I was waiting on. I talked about this on I think it was Sunday's podcast. I told you I was eyeballing this game for the game I was going to get kind of heavily involved with. So Buffalo and Philadelphia Flyers are at home. They're six three and two at home. Sabers are four seven and one on the road. They're six fourteen and three overall. They are bad bad bad. They've lost seven straight games. Let's make it eight straight games with the Flyers puck line and the over five and a half goals. So two plays there. One more play in hockey. And let's talk about Florida. And the Panthers are minus 130 coming up here tonight. And I like this Florida Panthers team a lot. I don't like the Columbus Blue Jackets, however. And I know some of you guys are from Ohio and you've been trying to get me like saying, stop bagging on Columbus. I just don't think Columbus is very good. Okay. They're 11, they're 10, 11, and 5. They're 6-4-3 and three at home. The Florida Panthers are 15-5-4, and 8-2-1 on the road. They are very, very good. I like their goaltending. I like either goaltender for the Panthers tonight. I don't think the Blue Jackets are all that good. I, I think that they're a little bit overrated. And I got the Panthers coming off of a 4-2 loss to Carolina on the road, which I like. They won the first two games on the road at Nashville, 5-4 and 6-2. They lost to Carolina in their last game, four to two. And here they are on the road at Columbus. Now, Columbus has lost. uh, They split at Dallas, winning three, two, and then losing five, nothing. They won their last home game, four to one against Detroit. But uh, before that, they lost two games to Nashville. I just don't think Columbus is very good. And it's only minus 130 on the money line. So I'm not going to get too cute here with this. I just think Florida is a much better team than Columbus. Columbus does not score very well. Very, I mean, they get decent goaltending, not great goaltending, but their offense is somewhat anemic. Not a very, very big fan of Columbus at all this year. And the two times you guys have played, it was a 3-2 win last time out in the second game of this of this season in, in a shootout. The Blue Jackets won 3-2. Previous game, also in a shootout, the Panthers won 4-3. I don't think this game goes to a shootout. I'd be shocked if it goes to overtime. I'm just taking the better hockey team here. I think the Panthers are the better team. Panthers minus 130 on the money line just to win on the road at Columbus. I like Florida tonight against Columbus minus 130 on the money line. So those are three plays we got going for you guys here tonight in hockey. Half a unit for all of them. And as you know, we don't leave a half a unit hanging. So we got one more play, and that is in college basketball. I don't like the college basketball slate. It was ugly last night, and it's really ugly tonight. I may get involved. There's games going on right now, and we'll see how teams go, Gonzaga and whatnot. We'll see where the lines are. We'll see what ends up happening, who Gonzaga plays, and you know what the line is. I may add a play in college basketball coming up here in the Discord channel. So be in the Discord. I'll at everyone, bettingpros.com slash chat to get into that. And so I may add a college basketball play, but I do have one play. And that is Bryant against St. Mary's in the NEC championship game. All right. So interesting thing here with this. Okay. The game is being played uh, at the at the Chance or Chase Athletic Center in Smithfield, Rhode Island for the Northeast Conference Tournament. Bryant is, is 15 and 5, 10 and 4 in the conference. Mount St. Mary's is 11 and 10, 9 and 7 in the conference. Mount St. Mary's has been playing pretty well over this three-game road winning streak for them. Uh, They scored 70 points per game and allowing just 62 points during this stretch. And you look at Mount St. Mary's against the spread, they've covered all three of those games on the road where they were one-and-a-half-point dogs to to Fairleigh Dickinson. They won by 13. 
They were laying two to St. Francis. They won by seven and they were catching four and a half to Wagner and they won by six. So they've been winning and they've been covering, but this is a level of competition. Bryant won their last game by 30. They covered it by 22 points. The game before that, they won by three. It's five and a half point favorites over uh, Long Island. They were five point favorites to Long Island at home and they won by seven. They beat Merrimack, which I still can't get over that Merrimack College is a division one basketball school. That's in my home. That's literally two miles from my house in North Andover. I live on the Andover, North Andover line. My brother pitched baseball for D2 Merrimack. So seeing Merrimack being a D1 school is just very, very strange. But, you know, they beat Merrimack back-to-back games. They did not cover the first game. They won by 16 in the second game, covering the one-point line easily. So Bryant is a good team, all right? They can score. They can run. Mount St. Mary's does not score very well. So this is an interesting stat. Mount St. Mary's has held opponents to just 62 points per game. That's the 16th lowest in Division One. Bryant is giving up about 74.9 points per game. I went back and forth on the team total here. Brian's team total is 69. Mount St. Mary's team total is 62 and a half. I thought about taking the over for Mount St. Mary's team total. I thought about it for a long time. I went back and forth and I couldn't just come around to it because I do think this game is going to be a little bit up tempo. And if I think that, then the 133 and a half, an overplay on 133 and a half should happen. But what happens if Mount St. Mary's can't score? What happens if they're chucking up bricks left and right? That's my it's the same fear I had with St. Mary's last night, where you need you need both teams to be scoring, and I just don't trust Mount trust Mount St. Mary's. They are 325th in offense, 63.3 points per game. Now, Bryant's not good defensively, 74.5 points per game, but they score 81.8 points per game. That's top 10 in the country. I'm laying the five and a half here. I'm not going to worry about the total. I'm not going to worry about pace. I'm just, this game's on ESPN two. It's a championship game. It's to punch a ticket to the dance for Bryant. I'm just, they, they, hopefully they play their best basketball here coming up. I'm going to lay the five and a half points here and hopefully this defense slips up a little bit. Mount St. Mary's, the number is 67. Mount St. Mary's is 0-5 when it allows at least 67 points and 11-5 when they hold opponents to under 67 points. I will be shocked if Bryant scores less than 67 points tonight. I don't care how much, you know, how many, you know, how, how much of the air they take out of the basketball here coming up tonight. I, I don't see that. I mean, Bryant has a 15.3 assists per game mark here. That's top 50 in the country. They're top 50 in the country in average scoring margin. Uh, They are shooting the basketball. They are top 20 in the country in three point field goals made. They're top 102 point field goals made. I mean, they hit their free throws. They make 16 free throws made per game. That's top 15 in the country here. I know Mount St. Mary's plays defense, but I think when it comes to today's game, I'm taking offense. I'm taking Mount St. Mary's. uh, Sorry, I'm taking Bryant laying five and a half here against Mount St. Mary's. As long as they shoot the ball well and hit a bunch of threes, I don't think Mount St. Mary's can keep up. In fact, this game could be a it could be a blowout. I mean, that's definitely, I think, on the table here that Mount St. Mary's just comes in and destroys against the number. Mount St. Mary's is 10 and 10. Bryant is 12 and 7. They've covered three of their last four games, and I think they cover here with the five and a half. So we're going Bryant in the championship game of the Northeastern Conference. Bryant minus five and a half to punch their ticket and to get a big win on ESPN2 coming up here tonight. That game will tip off at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN2 for the Northeast Conference Championship. Championship game. So 
laying five and a half with Bryant against Mount St. Mary's. Okay, so four plays in play today, half unit for all of them. We're going Florida money line at minus 130. Buffalo Philly over five and a half goals at minus 110. We're going Flyers puck line at minus one and a half at plus 120. And Bryant minus five and a half at minus 110 to win the Northeast Championship, Northeast Conference Tournament Championship coming up today on ESPN2. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt for four plays. One and two night last night. Let's see if we can get a three and one night and kind of get a bounce back here a little bit. We were up a little bit on Sunday. We're down a little bit on Monday. Let's see if we can get it back on the right track here on a Tuesday for the Daily Juice podcast. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt every morning. It's the Daily Juice podcast on bettingpros.com. Brought to you by BetMGM. <laughs>